I was basing my reality solely on the money that I had in my bank account and the bills that I had coming in. And I started to get into a fear of how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to make money and questioning my own worth? And this is a common place, I think, for a lot of people to get into. And I was not operating from a frequency of abundance. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. What's up, babe? Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. Today, I want to talk all things money mindset. You guys know that money mindset and abundance is my jam. And I truly believe that when you can really take a long, hard look at your beliefs around money and start shifting your perspective, it literally has a domino effect to so many other areas of your life because I truly believe that money is an amplifying energy for other things that are going on in your life. So if you're stressed out in your personal relationships, if you feel strapped in your career, if you are hitting a glass ceiling or you're feeling like you can't seem to move your business forward, a lot of times you can trace back the limiting beliefs or the stuck point to a belief or an energetic surrounding money. And it can feel really controlling. It can feel really suffocating, limiting, or it can feel super empowering, motivating, and the thing that you can leverage to live your boldly courageous life. So I want to share with you four money mindset shifts that will literally rock your world today and help you begin to heal the relationship that you have with money, feel more empowered, and actually build an incredible life and feel abundant as fuck. And who doesn't want that, right? Okay. So money mindset shift number one is understanding that your energy is your number one priority. So a lot of people, theorists, coaches, experts will tell you, and it's a common belief and understanding that money is just energy. It's a belief that I subscribe to. Um, and I know a lot of other experts do as well. So let's follow this path for a second. If we believe and we subscribe to the idea that money is just energy and we have the ability to alchemize that energy any which way we want, and we can anchor in the belief and the mindset that our energy is our number one priority, well, then naturally money would fall into that category. So just like abundance comes in many different forms, right? Abundance shows up in terms of relationships. It can show up in terms of actual money or wealth, material things. It can show up in, um, you know, our mindset and the way that we feel like, like abundance is an energy. And we're going to talk about that in a second. It's a vibration, but so just like abundance can show up in many different forms, energy can show up in many different forms. So from a physical perspective, like the energy that you have throughout the day to care for yourself, to create, to think clearly, 
is the place that literally gives you life, right? Like without energy, we die. So when I say that your energy is your number one priority, I'm referring to your physical energy and also your money as another energy. So physically speaking, if you are trying to manage a team, let's say you're in network marketing and you're trying to run a large organization and you don't have energy, it will feel very challenging for you to recruit. It will feel very challenging for you to get on team calls or give your energy to other people. You will feel very drained. If you are a mom or a wife and you are trying to be patient and calm with your family and communicate in a way that your partner can understand you and you are exhausted, then your patience is very thin and your ability to communicate and have patience and parent will be very limited. I'm not a mom, but I live with a toddler and we're in the middle of COVID right now. And let me tell you, if you don't have energy, like it's going to be a very challenging day. If you wake up tired and you're not caring for yourself, man, I can see it. I've felt it myself. So my hat is off to all of you moms out there, right? If you are a content creator and you're running a business and your job is to show up on social media and to create content and to literally be a thought leader in your space and you have brain fog and fatigue and you're eating crappy foods and you're not moving your body and your energy is low, it is very challenging for you to find the motivation to do the hard stuff and to actually create and to show up and serve. So if you are in a place where your physical energy is low, what suffers? Well, everything really, but more importantly, what suffers is your ability to actually make money. Because if you're trying to hustle in your business through burnout, what that leads to is more burnout. What that leads to is more limiting beliefs around money. It leads to operating from a place that feels out of alignment and you attracting things into your business that you don't necessarily want. There's manifestation goes both ways. You can manifest in amazing things and you can also manifest things that don't feel great. So getting your energy straight is really, really important because it is the thing that actually leads to more energy. Energy creates energy. So if you are burnt out, tired, you're suffering from adrenal fatigue, you're not resting well, you're not exercising, you're not eating well, you can act, this is, this becomes a downward spiral where it impacts all the other energies in your life. And it starts attracting in more, we'll just call it negative energy, right? Or low vibrational energy. Let's not use positive and negative. Let's just say low vibration. So you might start attracting in more debt than feels in alignment. You might start attracting in dysfunctional relationships. You might start attracting in clients that are super needy and codependent. You might notice a decline in your business. You might start to physically manifest illnesses, things that are causing you to slow down. So let's look at this from the other point of view. If you know that your energy is your number one priority and you start caring for yourself and you're sleeping better and you're taking care of your nutrition and you're exercising and you're treating your body like a temple, what naturally starts to happen is self-respect. What naturally starts to happen is better boundaries, better communication, more patience for things, more creativity. And that allows you to show up in your business, in your career, in your personal life in a more energized, focused, and empowering way. And that leads to you attracting in higher vibrational frequencies. So 
better conversations, right? More valuable friendships, clients that fully align with you, more money and abundance. It flows so much more easily. Okay. So that's, that's the first component, right? That's physical energy. But if money is energy and you decide that I am going to make money a priority for me, what starts to happen? Well, your needs start to get met. The more abundance that you have, the more money that you have, the more choices that you have, the more options that you have to invest back into the tools and systems and resources that keep your physical energy high, right? So for example, if you are generating a multiple six-figure income easily and you can then take that money and reinvest it back into high vibrational food. So eating organically, lots of fruits and vegetables. Maybe you've hired a chef so you don't have to invest your time into meal prepping. Maybe you hire a personal trainer that can come to your house three or four days a week so that you are setting yourself up for accountability when it comes to your workouts, right? Maybe you have a personal assistant that takes all of the energy draining tasks in your business off your plate. So the only thing you have to do is focus on what feels good for you. Then by making money your number one priority, what that does is it eliminates all of the things that are on your to-do list that don't feel good to you. It allows you to create leverage with your time and it allows you to, to take the time that you do have and create more revenue with it in a way that actually feels really good. So you're actually increasing your physical, physical energetic capacity because you're only doing the things that feel good and give you energy. And you're increasing your money, your financial energy, which then allows you to be in a place where you feel supported and you can create from a place of pure love and support and abundance, not fear and lack, which leads to ickiness and inauthenticity when it comes to sales. So these two things are so closely connected. And let's take this a step further. Why money can become your number one priority when it comes to the energetics behind it is because it gives you an opportunity to have a voice. It actually gives you a seat at the table. Money creates leverage for you to get into rooms to build relationship capital. Money gives you leverage to hire coaches that are going to allow you to elevate your thinking, get into masterminds, travel. It gives you opportunities to do more, to give back, to invest in nonprofits, to make a change in the world for things that really, really matter for you. So by adopting this belief and this money mindset perspective that your energy is your number one priority and money is a form of energy, there gets to be this beautiful cycle that starts to happen and you can actually create more wealth from this place. Okay. Money mindset shift number two is all about abundance. Abundance is not a destination. It is a frequency. And it is this frequency that helps you to attract more money, which is just one form of abundance. So good. Write that down. So let's talk about abundance for a second. So a lot of people believe that money equals abundance. And while money may be a form of abundance, abundance is not an actual physical thing. It's more of a frequency and a vibration that each and every one of us has access to right now, regardless of how much money is in your bank account. Because here's the deal. 
money is not the end all be all when it comes to the ability to live an abundant life. You get to define what abundance feels like. And from that energy, from that place, you can start to take action and call in the money or the love or the experiences or the job or the career or the clients that you actually want. When you can operate from this place, it becomes like a magnet. So I shared a story on my Instagram back, I forget when, it was an IGTV. And I talked about coming into this place of abundance when you are sitting in a place of lack and fear. So earlier this year, I went through a big transition. Well, really it started in 2019 where my network marketing company restructured. I lost all of my income and I went 100% on my own in my business. And then I transitioned out of my marriage in the end of 2019. So the beginning of 2020 for me was a year it was a was a moment in time of rebuilding and a lot of the work that i had to do around rebuilding wasn't just financial it was energetic and recognizing that the common denominator between me and the reality that i was living in was my belief system and where i was operating from and i could feel myself slipping into a belief system and an operating system rooted in fear and scarcity because i was I was basing my reality solely on the money that I had in my bank account and the bills that I had coming in. And I started to get into a fear of how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to make money? And questioning my own worth. And this is a common place, I think, for a lot of people to get into. And I was not operating from a frequency of abundance. I was operating from a frequency of fear. And that is not the kind of place that you want to be operating from. Although I recognize it is the reality for a lot of people. So I really had to sit in and pause and really reflect on where I was at in my life and start to find the examples of how I was abundant above and beyond just the money that was in my bank account. So a few examples of what that might look like is the relationships I have in my life. We, if we can really stop and take inventory, we can get clear with ourselves that we have an abundance of love surrounding us. We have friends and family members and a support system that we can call on in a time of need if we really, really need it. And I started to take inventory and say, wow, I am really abundant in this area of my life. Then I started to look at my physical environment and I started to recognize that I was incredibly abundant in the area that I live. I have the opportunity to go outside and breathe fresh air. I have the opportunity to be in nature. I have the opportunity to sleep in a bed every single night with blankets. I have a roof over my head. There's electricity. I have internet. I have a laptop. I have a cell phone. And this is the place that I can literally create anything from. And I can recognize that it may not be the ideal environment that I want to be in, and it may not be the ideal decor or picture-perfect Pinterest-worthy life that I would want to throw on social media, but despite of that, in spite of that, I'm still abundant in the fact that I am supported in my living environment, right? And then I started to realize I have an abundance of energy because energy is my number one priority. So the choices that I make every single day around the food that I put in my mouth and how I can move my body and my health, I'm very abundant in that regard as well. And so when we can really stop 
and start to take inventory of all the ways in which we are abundant. And then we can anchor that into our physical body, like on a cellular level, we can start to recognize again, that abundance is not a destination. It's not a dollar amount in our bank account. It's not a house that we live in. It's not a wardrobe. It's not a relationship or a job. It is literally a frequency that we can vibrate at, at any time. And that when we get into that frequency, we can actually attract more money into our life, which becomes our number one priority when it comes to our energy, right? So can you see how this becomes this beautiful cycle, right? Of, of making a decision of what type of vibration we want to be in. And when we start to step into this idea that we are already there, we are already abundant, it becomes so much more easy for us to manifest the things that we want. It's such an interesting concept because I have experienced people in my life that from a very judgmental perspective, you would think they do not live an abundant life. Like they have an old beer car that's rusted out that has like a million miles on it. They maybe live in a rundown home and they they have hand-me-down clothes or used stuff. And, you know, if you were using that as a gauge for abundance, you might think that they are not abundant, but when you get into their energy, they vibrate from a place of overflow. Their cup is full. They're full of energy. They love to serve. They're super connected. They feel loved and supported they are vibrating from a place of true abundance in the way that they define abundance for them. And then I've come across people in my life that, you know, look like they have it all. You know, they have the fancy cars and the beautiful house and the gorgeous wardrobe and jewelry and all the things. But on the inside, they are not operating from a place of abundance. They feel lack. They feel fear around their money. They feel shame. They are, you know, greedy. They're jealous. They're worried that people will steal their ideas and they operate from a place of scarcity and fear and competition and lack. So just because someone has a lot of money doesn't mean they're abundant. And just because someone has 15 bucks in their bank account does not mean that they are not abundant as well. So start to take inventory in your own life around where you are operating, what frequency you're vibrating at and how you can shift into an energetic and a frequency of abundance and how that can actually help you attract more money into your life. Okay. Money mindset shift number three, trying to achieve future goals based on past results will yield you the exact same results. This one was a game changer for me, especially when it came to how I was making decisions regarding my money. So I did a whole podcast episode on the one thing that you could do to reach your goals faster. And that was all about recognizing that we each have three different versions of ourselves, our past self, our current self, and our future self. And so this money mindset shift number three references the idea of trying to make financial decisions today based on where you've been, not based on where you want to go. And this keeps us stuck in a pattern of repeating money wounds over and over and over again, because we're continually operating from old belief systems. So for me, this has been a long running, how do I want to say this? So for me, this has been a long running pattern where I have noticed even more recently that when I have, a, we'll just call it a lot of money in my bank account, or I feel really abundant, I am not in a place of scarcity or fear. And therefore, when it comes to the need 
right? Or the fear around creating more money, I don't feel as motivated because what's been happening is I will generate a lot of money into my business and then I'll spend it all and I'll get into a place where I operate again from a place of fear, like, oh shit, I need to go make some money. And I get myself back into an energy of abundance and I go create and I keep repeating this pattern over and over again because it's all I've ever known. So I'm operating from the old version of me who is used to these big swings in her income, big income month, low income month, big income month, low income month. And this just becomes the norm for me. So if I want to achieve future goals, I need to start feeling into what would the future version of myself do? How would she treat her money? What kind of systems would she put in place? Right? So if your goal is to pay down debt and you continually operate from an old paradigm, you'll continue to get out of debt and get back into it the exact same way because you're operating from the way you used to do things, not the way your future self would do things. So when it comes to how you co-create with your money, when it comes to setting up money systems and flows, because here's what I've come to learn, like money likes to flow through certainty. It really, really likes the path of least resistance. We all as human beings, energetically, energy in general, we like to flow through the path of least resistance, right? So think about energy circuits, right? Like the, the, the more clear the pathway is and the shorter it is from point A to point B, the easier electricity flows, right? And we are no different. Our money is no different, right? Because money is energy. So it's important for you to anchor in your future self. What type of strategies and systems does she have when it comes to her money? How does she set up her money flow? And when you start making decisions based on how you want to operate, based on how you want to earn, based on how you want to show up in your business, start anchoring into the future version of who you are and start making financial decisions from that place, not from the past version of you who operates from maybe a place of scarcity or limiting beliefs or lack or fear and start feeling into the future version of you who's already been there, done that and has all the things, what kind of decisions would she make? And last, but certainly not least, probably my favorite money mindset shift is that all relationships take intentional time, effort, focus, and vision. So if you were in a romantic relationship with money, how would you describe it? Would it be super loving and co-creative? Would it be really one-sided? Would there be an energy of resentment and fear? Would there be anger and frustration? Or would there just be like apathy? Would you ignore it? Would you not want to look at it, right? So really imagine your money having a name, being a real living, breathing human being that you are in a relationship with. Are you intentional in creating time Have you been intentional in creating effort and focus and vision when it comes to that relationship and how you see that relationship evolving? This was a huge, huge mindset shift for me because for so long, I just ignored my money. I had so much resentment around it. When I had it, I loved it. When I didn't, I was mad. I judged myself around the decisions that I made. I wasn't very thoughtful or intentional. I didn't actually sit down and create space and time to evaluate the numbers and assign meaning to them. If anything, the meaning that I was assigning to my money was definitely not one of abundance and it definitely was not one of co-creation and it was definitely a low vibration for sure. So 
something that's helped me tremendously when it comes to shifting the relationship that I have with money is actually creating intentional time to sit down and get clear on what what my money is doing for me, with me, and how I have contributed to the relationship that we have together. Because every relationship takes two people, two energies to create the reality that we are in. So I recognize if I want to change the reality, I need to go back to the belief system that I have and actually put some intentional time and effort and focus and vision into shifting this relationship. So what that looked like for me was a couple of things. One, actually looking at my money, like sitting down every single week, same day, same time, committing to uh, investing in this relationship and really looking through my bank accounts, looking at my credit card statements, my student loans, and you know where I was generating revenue and how I could get 100% crystal clear on the lay of the land. And then from there, it was a lot of journaling and recognizing limiting beliefs that were coming up because I desired so much to shift this relationship. And that was going to take real intentional effort and focus on how I was co-creating the situation that I was in. So money dates have been game-changing for me. I still do them to this day. They look a lot different. They've evolved over time. But, you know, I think oftentimes what we fear is just fear itself. And at the end of the day, the numbers are just numbers. We are the ones that assign meaning to them. So I would encourage you, if you have been resisting looking at your money, evaluate your relationship, get really clear on how you've co-created this relationship, and then decide that you want something different. And really start laying the foundation and operating from that future version of who you are growing into and how would she relate to her money? What type of relationship would she have? And then begin to lay the foundation from there. And if you do these four things, if you can adopt a belief and an understanding that your number one priority is your energy and that money is a form of energy. If you can adapt a belief that abundance is not a destination, it is a frequency, and this frequency helps you attract more money, which is just one form of abundance. If you can anchor in the belief that trying to achieve your future goals regarding money based on your past results are only going to yield you the same results and start operating from your future self, and if you can realize that all relationships take intentional time effort, focus, and vision, and that you are actually in a relationship with your money and you have the opportunity to shift it. If you can anchor in these four mindset shifts and start taking action today from this new awareness, so much is going to change for you in the next 30, 60, 90 days of your life as it pertains to your energy around money, your abundance, the relationship that you have, and how you start to lay the foundation and co-create. So I hope that this was empowering for you. It is truly my mission to help you shift these perspectives around money so that you can feel empowered, so that you can feel powerful when it comes to a plan with your finances, so that you can feel empowered when it comes to stepping into your truly abundant self, because that's what it looks like when you live a boldly courageous life. Like you feel like you're running on all cylinders and money is a big part of that. So I love you guys. I'm sending you all the abundant vibes. Please share this on your social medias. Tag me, tag a friend that needs to hear us. It helps me know that this message is resonating with you. And until the next episode, don't forget to live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful 
for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life. Oh, 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 oh